Hey entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? If you're like most of us business owners, increasing your profitability is always on your mind. And you're probably looking for ways to grow your revenue while growing your company. Well, you've found the podcast that shares ideas to help you do just that. I am Marcia Reiner. I'm a business growth strategist. I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees increased profitability, guides your growth, and plans for a future exit. Because building a highly profitable and sale-ready business creates a win-win scenario. That's more money now and a windfall when it's time to let go. And I want to share strategies that I've learned with you on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. But before we get started, I have some exciting news. I've launched a super powerful training called the 30-Day Profit Booster, where I'll show you how you can get a 45% boost to your net profit in just 30 days. I know it sounds incredible. So just by following a simple three-step method that doesn't require you chasing more customers. This quick and easy profit-boosting strategy can be done without spending more money on marketing, hiring additional staff, or working longer hours. Go check it out at 30dayprofitbooster.com. All right. I'm really excited to have my guest on today, Patty Mara. Uh, In her coaching business, Patty is always looking for this shifting point, the piece of the puzzle that opens up a new level of results. Patty has spent over 20 years helping companies and individuals take a fresh look at the way that they operate. This unique insight helps them reach their full potential, enhancing customer experiences and dramatically increasing their growth, customer attention, and profit. She is the author of Up Solutions, Turning Your Team into Heroes and Customers into Raving Fans the creator of Up Solutions Team Success Training, and the Business Accelerator Blueprint. I'm so excited you're here, Patty. Welcome to Profit with a Plan. Thank you, Marcia. I love that. It's a pleasure to be here. Excellent. I'm so excited. Okay, so as we're talking today, you know, I thought it was really important that we focus on kind of the future of where businesses are going and how we might be able to build a stronger base around that. And so I thought this would be a lovely topic for us to do. And it's right in your wheelhouse with everything that you've got going on. But before we step down that path, I'd love to find out how in the world you got into operations and why that jam sang to you. Mm. So it's an... It's a great question. um, uh, So I would say I found when I looked at the commonality of what I was doing, basically, I am a coach. So if I was doing sales, how I sell is I coach people to use whatever it was I was selling. They saw a result. They started. If I was doing training, it was everything was coaching. And so um I describe myself as a passionate advocate for locally owned businesses. That's mm. I like I think that's my jam if you will. You know, I think it's uh independent community businesses that's the cornerstone in any community. Having a community thrive, the employment of a local community 
the uniqueness and diversity of a local community. So that's really my passion point. And what I found um, helping uh, business owners realize what their unique uh, offering was, not what they sell, but the value they create, and having their team be fully engaged to create an experience and an outcome, be the brand ambassadors. Um, just it for me lights me up. I love what I do every day. I love who I work with. I get to see a ripple effect in the community. So, uh, you know, circling back to your question, I, I find that it's really, it's it's kind of like paying attention to to what lights me up where I have an impact and what shows up for the next step. Oh, wow. You know, we all would love to have that light up factor, right? And what we do and what moves and motivates us and drives us every day. Then it's no longer a J-O-B. It becomes your, your, your lifeblood, right? And the reason you get up every day. So what a wonderful, what a wonderful story as to how you, came about, and I'm sure your clients feel that every time they work with you, huh? Well, certainly it's, um, you know, especially when I connect with, I tend I tend to work with whatever um, industry I'm working with, and I, I've done a lot of work with independent pharmacy in the States in particular. Um, I tend to work with people that are kind of the industry transformers. They're mm-hmm. growing, they're um, leaning into where they're taking what they do next, and they're passionately engaged. Um, and what's interesting is they're the ones that are also committed to their teams, committed to creating outcomes in their community. And if they don't have that, if they don't see their team as a valued partner and invest in them, they're not who I work with. Mm, interesting. And you know, that <laughs> I used to say this a lot, you know, a couple of years ago that. You know, your business isn't an island, right? You don't run this business all by yourself, right? At least in any real true form of a business, you need help, right? You need advisors, you need team members, you need customers. And all of that comes together by building your mission and value around what drives you, right? And 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 that's really cool because it puts that business into a completely different light. Mm-hmm. And and then you get the buy-in from everybody coming along the way, right? From your customer to your team members. So I love that you also said, you know, in your book title, you know, taking your team to heroes. What does that mean? Define that for me. Yeah, that's great. Well, everyone wants to feel like they win. And, you know, you could say that... Um, the job, if you will, of a business owner is to run a profitable growing business. And when you run a profitable growing business, and I know I'm in your wheelhouse now. <laughs> um, when you're running it's a- not always done. It's not yeah, always done. Absolutely. They don't always do that. But yes, that is, the, that is the, yes. Yes, that's it. But when you do that, you're creating opportunity and security for your team. Mm. So you know, what motivates a business owner is different for a team. And that's good. You need that complement of talents and the complement. So the key then is you have to to grow beyond what you're doing on your own, to grow a business, not just a job. You need to have a team in place. And um, setting the team up to win. There are very, it's very simple, but your team needs to know 
what's expected of them, what's the value of the business, how do you deliver that value in an aligned experience. There needs to be regular communication so they feel in the loop and there needs to be regular feedback so they understand that they're on track. If you don't have that foundation structure, team members are trying to figure it out. So they spend most of their time guessing. It's frustrating you. It's frustrating them. It it really impacts your productivity. Um, so, you know, simply setting your team up to win, you know, that's kind of the job of the of the business. Now, you asked how, turning your team into heroes. Well, it's an interesting thing um, for team members to realize that they are experts compared to their customers. Ooh. In That's fact, good. right, and customers usually don't even know the questions to ask to make an effective buying decision. So when the team member realizes that their role is to educate an offer, in other words, if you simple, I, I wanted to buy my first time I bought a flat screen TV. All I knew is that they were flat. <laughs> and they're big. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, I thought I was going to go out and, you know, I figured it was about $400. I paid attention to what the price or the size I was looking for. And um, I ended up spending $1,200. And I was ecstatic with my purchase because somebody took the time to ask me, how big is the room you want the TV in? Um, mm. What do you like to watch on TV? What do you like to do with your TV? And do you want to, you know, smart TV versus not? And I got sold on, at the time it was new, LED technology. So I walked out of there with my TV and my little home theater and the store came and set it all up for me. And I was happy with the purchase. To spend three times the amount that you three thought you would. The amount. Absolutely. And, and so I felt like I got what I was looking for that I didn't even know to ask for. Mm. Now, most of the stores would have just showed me a $400 TV and I may or may not have liked it. You know, so, wow. and, how many times and how much time do we effort? How much time do we waste? And how many times have we bought something we're not happy with? Because the team members don't know how to engage with customers and educate them on what's possible. So that that's wow. the first piece. And when the team member understands that and they understand that that's their role, they have a purpose, they have an impact, you watch them light up and have great conversations with customers because they're making a difference every conversation they have. Oh, I like it. I like it. What a difference. What a difference from, you know, it, I always I always like to think that running this business is rolling this gigantic boulder up a hill, right? And I'm this little ant. <laughs> if I have more ants, which are super strong, right? You, you, you never realize how strong ants are because they can move things that are, you know, 10 times their, their body size. But if you have a couple of ants pushing that boulder up the hill, then it becomes a whole lot easier to do that. Absolutely. Right? And I think they need to know, like you said, the why, what is expected of them, the whole thing, and the mission that the company is trying to drive for. We want to achieve X it, this quarter. Okay, now I know. Perfect. Successful teams. I like that. You know, it makes complete sense. All right. So when we're trying to create a company and grow, right? You know, we're always thinking, I'm all about growth. You know, you're about growth. And and our team needs to understand how we want to grow in doing that. 
what are some of the ways that we can set ourselves up for success? Mm. Well, so I always start with knowing who I want to work with. So, and it's an interesting piece. This is a, there's an Anthony Robbins quote. You want to market narrowly, serve broadly. Hmm. And, um, oh, I'm going to wonder if I can, I'm going to remember her name. Um, she wrote a book on procrastination. And oh gosh, yes, it's an excellent book. I'm, I'm you know, it's obviously I've put it off out of my brain. Um, <laughs> you procrastinated to read it <laughs> or to go back and read it again. That's right. Um, so one of the things that she realized, she was a business coach. And um, what she realized when she was writing the book, because she had to get the messaging and, and who is she speaking to clear, is her market were professional licensed women. And so as soon as she identified that was her target market, her language her market identified with her language and her book sold like hotcakes. Now, here's the thing. There are other people that ask to work with her and she can choose to work with them or not. Other people read her book. She has an impact beyond licensed professional women. But the moment she nailed that audience and so that her copy, her words landed, she captured how they were feeling, then all of a sudden her market exploded. So my first piece is always to know who do I want to work with? Who do I want to make a difference with? What are, what are their challenges today? Now, mm-hmm. and it really is, you know, all of us have changed in the last couple of years. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Our buying, our buying habits have changed. Our, what we make decisions based on has changed. So you need to, who you work with, what's important to them and then how do you solve their issues? What what and if 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 you're actually connected into your target audience, if you're connected into the people and what they're saying, what they like, what they don't like, what they want, what they're frustrated with, if if you're tapped in, they'll literally give you a never-ending growth opportunity because solving their problems is where you go next. Wow. Wow. And you're on point with that because a lot of business owners will come in and go, well, I know my, I know my thing, right? And I'm just going to go with that, right? Someone wants to buy this rather than going, the people I want to work with have this problem and here's how I can solve that problem. Then you have, like you said, a natural stream of customers with problems coming your way. It makes perfect sense to create that. Um, I think the challenge that most business owners have is how do they get that information, right? Um, I know that's not necessarily our conversation, but that always comes to mind is like, I think I know my clients, right? I've had experience with similar clients and I've asked them questions, but do I really truly know what their problems are? And have I revisited that frequently enough to see what's changed? Mm-hmm. And it really is the most valuable market research. And all we have to do is ask. Listen, mm. when, the, when the pandemic hit, I, my book came out, was published the end of January, 2020. <laughs> right? And I had right. this plan in place and I used to do on-sites and I would travel and work with teams. And that that wasn't possible. And it wasn't possible for a lot longer than we thought it was possible. And I, you know, I have friends that are entrepreneurs and one gentleman um, owned a photography business. 
And another, a good friend of mine owned an event staffing business. Well, all the multi-million dollar businesses that went to zero overnight and they had teams. Mm-hmm. They had to figure out how to, take, how to take care of their teams. So, you know, I we had the conversation. It's just like, start calling your customers and finding out what's going on with them and what do they need. The interesting thing is people were willing to pick up the phone and talk because nobody knew. <laughs> For the first time in a long time. And, exactly. You know. Exactly. So, um, you know, pick up the phone, meet for breakfast, go out for lunch. I've had, um, I worked with a a carpet cleaning and and restoration business, and they would do client councils um, every quarter or customer councils. Like a board? Like a board, but they would invite some of their best customers for dinner and 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 put out questions to them and brainstorm and these guys these were passionate advocates they're raving fan clients who just wanted them to succeed and so they were and you know give them a nice dinner um so there's i mean yes you can do surveys but i find if you really want information and you have a relationship then you just start talking Mm. and people genuinely want to help and if you can get the conversation started, I, I agree wholeheartedly, just ask, but ask on the phone. Don't send an email. Don't send a survey because nobody's going to answer that. They're too busy. They're too, you know, whatever. But if you can get them on the phone or invite them to lunch or dinner, then that's when they're going to be honest. They're going to open up and tell you, oh, yeah, you know, if you did in your carpet cleaner example, if you did do upholstery, Yeah, I would want that. And, you know, right after you clean the carpet, you know, I'm trying to clean my house too. You know, so there's, there's needs, other needs that you may not have been aware of Mm -hmm. if you didn't ask. Yeah. And and the other piece with this is that your team need to understand this as well. Um, The rule of thumb is that everything a customer or client says to you, they're communicating what's important. Mm -hmm. So if they thank you for something, thank you for getting that back to me so quickly, you know, the speed and timeliness was important for them. Um, right. You know, so so whatever they can, the team needs to know that too, though, because if you have frontline team members and and they're having conversations with your clients or customers and they're, you're not hearing them, you're missing it if the team are not capturing the nuggets and sharing them. Wow. Then, then you you task them with being that that sleuth, that investigator, right? Yes. Take notes on what you hear because mm-hmm. that could be our next marketing pitch. Mm-hmm. It could be our next way of asking them, well, I'm so glad you thought that that was quickly. Should we schedule your next carpet cleaning for three months from now, right? You know, what a perfect time to, that's a buying, that's a buying signal, right? I mean, wouldn't that be a perfect time to say that? Absolutely. But but like you said, when you're aware of what's going on, and even more importantly, your extended arms and legs, your team are aware of what's going on, they have the opportunity to shine and become heroes for the company. Exactly. That's when they are your brand ambassadors. They're actually- out there representing you well. Wow. I love it. I love it. All right. So, wow. We've talked a lot about teams. We've talked about how to um, utilize 
I like to say leverage, right? You know, there's only 24 hours in the day, seven days a week. It's the same for everybody. You know, you got to sleep, right? So in order to be able to do more each day without being incredibly efficient, you have to leverage the time of others. And in my mind, if I'm a $500 an hour employee, they could be a $20, $30 an hour employee doing it for a fraction of the price. Um, and I think that that's, that's the power of teams. So when you're working with smaller companies, right, you know, maybe even using the example of these pharmacies that you've got, a lot of them are forward facing and maybe even a bit shy. And, um, you know, they're talking to the customer, making, uh, filling their needs. Um, you know, how do you teach them to go outside the box and get a little bit more comfortable and say, well, look, I notice you're taking this. Have you considered complementing it with this stuff, right? You know, that maybe isn't a prescription, it's an aftermarket, but how do you get them to do that? Um, well, it takes me 12 weeks and I have the Upsolutions team success training. <laughs> Um, Fantastic response. (laughs) You know, I I say that, but it really is designed because each week is a a nugget that builds. And Mm -hmm. the the key pieces are that the team realize the purpose and importance of their role, that they are experts compared to the patients, that their job is not to sell. It's interesting. Even salespeople I find don't want to sell. You know, there has to be. Right. So, but if you shift that, that your job is to educate an offer. And if you don't educate patients or customers on what's possible, you're literally ripping them off. Yeah. So great. It's definitely there's a piece of it on awareness. And then there's also a piece of it on shifting the conversation. The, the name of my book, Up Solution, it's the 180 degree opposite of upselling. <laughs> okay, right? great. Upselling is would you like fries with that? Up Solutions is. Who's this person in front of you? What do you know about them? What might else they need? What questions do you need to ask to find out their needs? What would you recommend and tell them why you're recommending it? Wow. That is very different. But that's the perfect cross sell. Mm -hmm. That's the perfect. So one of the greatest um, uh, simple strategies for increasing your revenue is to increase the average, we'll call it cart value, right? The amount that your customer spends with you. When you when you upsell, would you like fries with that? It, be, it increases the value of the transaction mm-hmm. without necessarily increasing the price. So boom and kudos to you for saying, have you thought about adding other opportunities to increase the average cart value that your customer spends with you at each visit. And doing it in a way that you're taking care of them. So this is, you Mm -hmm. know, both team members want to feel like heroes. So how are you heroes? You create better for your people you're working with. So I'll I'll give you an example that this is a story that came from a pharmacy and I worked with. Um, He was in the pharmacy and a patient came in upset. She wanted a refund for her antibiotic. 
And oh, it didn't work. I'm still sick. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Well, she had side effects. She'd had oh. side effects. And so normally, I'll, you know, he said, I'm, I'm here. I'm the owner. I will do that for you. I'm so sorry you had that experience. Um, normally, we don't, you know, refund prescriptions. But then he added, if you'd been taking a probiotic at the same time, you probably wouldn't have experienced those side effects. And the reason he was telling me the story is her response. What she said was, I wish somebody had told me that. <sighs> and that's the point with teams is that no one ever says to a patient or a customer never comes back says, I wish somebody had told me that because they're paying attention. What else might this person need that would create a better outcome? Wow. You know, for anybody to understand what you just said in layman terms, an antibiotic clears out your biotic, you know, the the natural biotics in there and a probiotic builds it back up, right? And very simple language here, but it's like, wow, who would have thought to put the two and two together except for the owner of the company? And all he has to do now is educate his staff on maybe even going through trainings, right? I'm a huge fan of having regular trainings with your team. And it's not to train new concepts or beat old ones into them, but it's getting them to think differently Mm -hmm. and getting them to re-engage and remember all the training that was done going on. So that would be a perfect opportunity for that kind of team training to go, all right, Susie, what do you think we could sell with that or offer with that? What kind of problems would make that easier for them? I mean, light bulb moment here. This is fantastic. This is fantastic stuff, Patty. All right. So, wow. These kind of opportunities can be done with a single person team, right? Yes, truly. Yes, yes. It could be done with you and a supportive staff. It could be done with you and a team. It could be done with, you know, a large organization. I mean, it's from the one to a million employees. Mm -hmm. And if everybody's on board thinking, how could I add more value to the customer? Then you're taking your business to a whole new level. Yes. And the culture is fantastic. Mm. Tell me more about that. So when you talk about culture, why does it improve the culture in the company if you're offering training and, and, and solutions more to the customer? Because it's purposeful. Um, Daniel Pink in his book, Drive, talked about what motivates people today is purpose, development, and autonomy. Mm-hmm. So um, the first thing we need to do is that team, team members need to understand what difference do they make? How do they have an impact? And how do they do that? So training comes in. And so the more that you can equip to your team members, it's like the development you're developing your team members so they get to have a bigger and bigger impact. Um, so that's absolutely. So, but the moment you have a purposeful team and they're set up to win, it's like they walk in every day and they get to have an impact that shifts how they work with each other. That shifts how they engage with patients. 
it shifts. I mean, I've been in a position, I can remember in university in a position that I just felt like I made a difference every day and, and the shifts went by fast and I liked who I worked with. There was almost no turnover and it was a bookstore. It was just a simple bookstore. But at the end of the year, uh, the manager shared with us that we we did generated double the sales than what the wow. budget was for the size of the bookstore. And the difference was we engaged with everyone who came in and found out what they were looking for and could we help them and could we order something in and could you know, that's all it was. We were engaging with everyone who came in and it was fun. Hmm. And it's not hard sales. No. It's just an engagement. You weren't thinking, oh, I'm going to sell five books to this person before they walk out the door. It was like, what do you need? Yeah. What have you, have you thought of that? Oh, there's another book that you might want to read when you're done with that. And then they walk out with two books, right? Yep. Wow. I can see this in any business. Mm -hmm. I mean, from, you know, gosh, from the dentist, you know, to the pharmacist, to even companies that aren't selling products, mm -hmm. but like the attorney, the accountant, uh, the plumber, um, the construction person, the landscaper. Gee, you want me to trim your shrubs too, instead of just mowing your lawn? You know, I mean, there's not directly like that, but I mean, there's so many. Actually, Marcy, I've heard of a, a landscape company. They trained all of their technicians that every time they were out doing a job, they look for something extra they could do. And they would write, hand write it into the, what you know, the work order that they left with the customer when they, you know. Uh, Next time. Treat, treatment A. Um, complete, uh, weeded front garden, saw a couple of weeds, weeded front garden, no charge. It can be done in any business. Uh, wow. Wow. And I think that, you know, any business can wow their customers. And I think that's how you do it. Mm -hmm. You know, going back to the it was like, I don't know, maybe it was the 90s or something. That was the idea was to really go go make your customers feel really good, right? Go go above and beyond, right? Uh, one of my one of my favorite uh, coaches that I have uh, that I follow, you know, is, is it all right if I over deliver? You know, I mean, <laughs> he's always asking that like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> what else you got? Right. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's it's this that that's this. It's over delivering and and letting them know you started off in the beginning by saying, did you know that this could happen? You don't know the questions. They don't know the questions to ask. What except for coming up, what else do I need with this? Which very few people will do. But if your team members are asking, have you considered this? You know, you're buying the 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 hammer do you need nails? And while you're at it, nails don't work in everything. Do you want the screwdriver with these uh, screws that go in that will hold it better? Mm -hmm. Yeah, which could just be an, a question like, what are you using the hammer for today? Yeah, to pound the screw in, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, yeah, the opportunities are limitless on how you can truly improve the client experience 
by making sure that they have everything that they need. And you probably have a lot more than you think you have that the customer wants. My, my, the byline of the first program I launched, my first online program back in 2007 was turning your customer experience into profit. Ooh, like it. That's mm-hmm. a good one. That's a good one. You know, it is. And I think we forget, we business owners forget because we're so in the weeds of what we do that we don't lift our head up. We're so busy chasing customers and putting out fires that we don't step back and breathe and think, well, how else could I improve this? What could I do better? What does my customer really truly want, right? And then how could I make that better? So I had a guest on um, a few weeks back and we talked about having um, a an allotted time that each employee team member would take per week or per month to improve a process. Mm. And to take that and figure out how could I do this better? You have this hour on Friday afternoon to rework your problems, make it better, right? And and this is an opportunity for us to make our company better by taking a step back and looking at what we're doing. What a neat concept. And I never thought we would go down this path. But what a beautiful future we can create with our business. Absolutely. That's right. And, and Marcia, on that note, I, I think as entrepreneurs, we're in what will likely be the greatest period of opportunity we'll experience in our lifetimes and possibly this century. You know, so many interruptions in the last couple of years, we literally can rewrite what our future is. But it means not holding on to the past, but looking at where do you want to go next and who do you want to create value for? Wow. Let's sit with that one for a second, because that's really impactful. We have gone through just gigantic changes with the the COVID that hit us and forced everybody to, to relook at the way they're doing things. But, you know, look at AI, right? It's evolving how we do things. It's it's working from home spaces. And I mean, there's so many changes that are, that have hit us. Like you said, what a great time to figure out what the future looks like. Absolutely. This, the time is now. Love it. Love it. All right, Patty, you have given us just some serious gems here on making our business better and to increase the opportunities we have with every customer that we that we want and and can use for you mentioned your program but where can listeners find out more about you and learn more of these skills and tactics perfect absolutely so um um, the easiest spot is my website which is pattymara.com p-a-t-t-i-m-a-r-a.com and uh i've got a special link marcia for you know your podcasts it's pattymarrow.com forward slash profit with a plan yeah if you go there i've actually posted uh, one of the exercises one of the tools from my program called the touchpoint scorecard and it's a great tool to look at your business through your customer's eyes and look at what experience are you creating and there's a short video um, teaching you how to uh, use the tool and involve your team So that's a, and of course, then there's also my book and there's some information on that page as well. 
Wow. Thank you. That's really awesome. And I think everybody, everybody needs to look at the way they're doing business and how they can improve it. Because, you know, if you're not doing it, your competition is. Absolutely. And, you know, it's very competitive out there on every single corner, street corner. You know, why not become better? And it's cheaper to retain your customers than it is to go out and get new customers. But when you do get new customers, they're there for a longer time period because you provided so much more value. Woo. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, listeners. Thank you, Patty. Listeners, I hope you found a couple ideas. I mean, my goodness, I am going to have to rewatch this whole thing and take some serious notes here because this was super valuable. And again, like I hope you found a couple ideas that will put into your business that will help you become more profitable. I know I have. And while you're at it, would you like to boost your profits 45% in the next 30 days? Don't think it's possible? Hey, check out my new training called the 30-Day Profit Booster. This quick and easy profit boosting strategy can be done without spending additional money on marketing, hiring more staff, or working longer hours. Go get information at 30dayprofitbooster.com. And while you're at it, Pat and I would love to hear your comments. What takeaway are you taking? What are you going to implement in your business right now that you didn't know about before? Share it in the comments. What are you adding? What are you going to do to improve and future-proof your business? Hit us up in the comments and Patty and I will respond. And, you know, maybe even share another idea or two with you, right, while we're at it. And please subscribe to the show. You don't want to miss future podcasts. And you can always catch Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. We're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Again, thank you so much, Patty. 